Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, invites you to be the informed patient with the podcast that features experts from Central New York's only academic medical center. I'm your host, Amber Smith. More than 63,000 pancreas transplant surgeries have been performed worldwide. Just 8% of those were pancreas only. The rest were combined kidney and pancreas transplants. Upstate's transplant surgery chief, Dr. Reza Saidi, explores the outcomes of pancreas transplants in a paper published in the World Journal of Surgery, and he's here to talk about it. Welcome back to The Informed Patient, Dr. Saidi. Thanks, Amber. Glad to be here. Now, your paper looked at pancreas-only transplants between 2001 and 2020. What did you find? I think this is an interesting topic because the first pancreas transplant was done in the United States in 1964. And they did it for a wide variety of indications. As you pointed out, majority of them are done for the patient who already have kidney disease and have diabetes. And they will see combined kidney or pancreas after kidney transplantation. But minority patients with diabetes was that very difficult time to manage the diabetes or they get a lot of hypoglycemia. That means their blood sugar goes way down and can be, actually cause serious damage to the patient, sometimes cause seizure, arrest or a coma, and sometimes can be fatal. And for those patients, minority of patients, I think pancreas transplant can be an option. In the past, I think there were some papers that showed these patients actually don't do very well because pancreas transplant is a big operation. But in this paper, we look at the outcome of a patient who receive pancreas transplant alone. This is only patients who have diabetes that only for that indication have uh, pancreas transplant. And we showed in the past 10 years, actually, despite the fact that number of these cases have gone down in the U.S. compared to the uh, previous decade, the outcome has significantly improved. And these patients now, it seems that they do much, much better. And we passed the learning curve. We know how to do it. Even a selected group of patients, even with type 2 diabetes, we can perform this operation. In the past, it was only just for the patient with type 1 diabetes, but now and with the experience that we gained doing pancreas transplant with the patient with type 2 diabetes, seems that this patient also might be a candidate. But again, remember, this is a very selective patient that the modern manager of diabetes fail, and they might be a candidate for pancreas transplantation. So the majority of the patients who receive a pancreas transplant are diabetics? Yes, I would say all of them are diabetic. But most of them have kidney disease, and on top of that, they have diabetes, and they receive combined kidney and pancreas transplant. But minority of patients with just have diabetes, and it's very difficult to manage their diabetes, or they get a lot of hypoglycemia, might be a candidate for pancreas transplant alone. And our paper showed that their outcome has improved, and this is a valuable option for minority of patients with diabetes. They have difficult time to manage their diabetes. So what are the survival rates like? In the past, was in the 40 and 50%, but now it's close to 70%, which is very comparable to patients who receive combined kidney pancreas transplant or just receive a kidney transplant. And again, these are the patients who have difficult to manage their diabetes, and I think a survival of 70, that's a pancreas allograft survival. The patient survival is very close to 100%. Now, the United Network for Organ Sharing reports that in addition to 97 kidney transplants in 2022 at Upstate, surgeons performed 22 kidney and pancreas transplants and four pancreas-only transplants. Does that sound right? That's correct. 
Can you go over again why someone would need both a kidney and a pancreas versus why someone would need only a pancreas? Patients who have kidney disease, chronic kidney disease, and have diabetes, they have shown that the best option for them is to have a combined kidney and pancreas transplant. Because number one, with the combined kidney and pancreas transplant, you cure the kidney disease and you cure their diabetes. And because you cure the diabetes, they actually live long and they have much better quality of life. But some people, as I said, minority people don't have kidney disease, but they have very difficult time to manage their diabetes. And these patients might be a candidate for just pancreas transplant alone. And the data that we presented in that paper clearly showed that after those patients significantly improved in the past 10 years. And this is a valuable option, again, for a minority of patients who have difficult time to manage the diabetes. So for a patient who only has diabetes and their kidneys are healthy, there would be no need to also do a kidney transplant? No. Pancreas transplant alone is only for the patient who just have diabetes, no kidney disease. But again, for a wide variety of reasons, they cannot manage the diabetes effectively or they're getting a lot of hypoglycemia. So why aren't more people with type 2 diabetes candidates for pancreas transplants? I think that's a very good point. As I said, in the past, people thought that this is a morbid operation with a lot of complication and it's not worth to do this. But now we learn from our experience and we're getting better and better with our surgical technique, immunosuppression management, and also post-operative care with ICU care. It seems that more and more this patient might be a candidate. And we learned in a selective group of patients, again, selection is a key in this area. You have to be very diligent. Who's a candidate for this operation? We can offer this operation for patients with type 1 or maybe type 2 diabetes. And then let me point it out. The majority of patients with type 2 diabetes are obese and old. They might be the candidate. For the patients who are relatively younger and not very obese, I think this might be a valuable option if they fail other alternative treatments such as insulin This is Upstate's The Informed Patient Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Smith. I'm talking with Dr. Reza Saidi. He's the Chief of Transplant Surgery at Upstate, and we're talking about pancreas transplants for people with diabetes. Are there a growing number of transplant centers that are offering pancreas-only transplants to people with diabetes? Actually, unfortunately not, because this is a highly complex surgery, and because in the past the outcome was not good, Majority of programs actually try to stay away from it. There are very few programs actually offer these options for the patient. For example, in, I would say, upstate New York, we are the main program is offering this. Other programs actually are not offering this treatment. But I think for a minority of patients with the highly selective group of patients, that might be a viable option. For example, recently we have a patient that we transplanted just in the pancreas alone. This patient actually have a lot of hypoglycemia and have a couple of car accidents and his driving license was revoked and they have a poor quality of life, cannot get a job. And with this operation, he's back to his uh, normal life of a good quality and basically he's very happy. And when you talk about being selective in the patients, you're trying to choose a patient who the operation is going to be able to help. Absolutely, yes. So there are some things that might disqualify them. You mentioned obesity, right? Yeah, whether it's obesity or if they have significant heart disease or have significant peripheral vascular disease, these are all uh, contraindications to proceed with uh, pancreas transplant. As I said, selection is the key in this business, and you have to make sure you select the right patients for this operation. 
I wanted to ask you to walk us through how a pancreas-only transplant is done. Is this an organ transplant, or do you just transplant islets from the donor pancreas? I'm talking about the whole pancreas transplant. Either transplant also been done in the past, but unfortunately still considered experimental because the long-term results is not comparable to whole pancreas transplant. When I'm talking about pancreas transplant, I'm talking about the surgical procedure to transplant the whole pancreas in the patient. So in that respect, is it like a kidney transplant? You're taking an organ from a donor and putting it into the recipient? Yes, it's pretty much very similar to the kidney transplant. And I think the way we do it upstate, we do it very similar to a kidney transplant and we do not touch the patient's own pancreas. That's going to stay in place. So the old pancreas remains? Yes. Pancreas does a wide variety of functions. Some of the function has to do with full digestion. And the reason we do pancreas transplant is just because this pancreas can produce insulin and the patient's own pancreas cannot do that. How soon after the operation does the new pancreas begin functioning? I would say almost immediately because, again, we select the best donors for this operation. The majority of these donors are young who unfortunately might have died in the motor vehicle crash and they're healthy. That's why I would say close to 100% of these pancreas work right away. And what is recovery like after the surgery for the recipient? The recovery is pretty much like a kidney transplant. Majority of these patients stay in the hospital maybe between five to seven days. And usually the full recovery takes about four to six weeks. And after that, patient actually is back to normal. And again, don't require any insulin treatment. And because of that, these patients actually live longer compared to the patients that are on insulin, insulin therapy. Because insulin therapy is like a maintenance therapy. That's a cure to diabetes, but this pancreas transplant can't cure diabetes. And so having a new pancreas in terms of diabetes, if it cures the diabetes, does it also improve a person's overall health? Yes, absolutely. Actually, people have studied this because there are a lot of secondary complications of diabetes, like heart disease, peripheral vascular disease, eye disease, damage to the nerves. And people show that over time, all those damages can be reversed. That's why this patient actually live longer because you cure diabetes and you can cause revision of secondary complications of diabetes. Now, I'm curious about what life is like for someone who has a pancreas transplant because I've always heard that transplant recipients are taking immunosuppressant medicines for the rest of their life. Is that still true? That's correct. But now we have new medication with less side effects, safer. I think that that's why Majority of our patients, I think more than 80% of these patients go back to normal life and have no problem. But some of these patients, because of immunosuppression, can have some side effects like develop uh, neuropathy or develop, for example, cardiovascular disease or cancer. But majority of these patients actually do fine and tolerate the immunosuppression in long term perfectly okay. Does having a pancreas transplant disqualify someone if they need a kidney transplant in the future? No, it doesn't. Now, if someone is listening who's got diabetes and they're curious about whether they might be a candidate for a pancreas transplant, is this something that you find generally primary care providers are aware of? Primary care and endocrinologists. They should be aware of this. That's why we try to get this message to the public and also to the primary care physician and endocrinologist. For selected group of patients, that might be the option. If they have a patient who they have difficult time to manage diabetes or they get a lot of hyperglycemia, I think that's 
pancreas transplant alone is a viable option for those patients. We'll upstate, we're happy to see that patient and evaluate them and see if they are candidate for pancreas transplant alone. What is the waiting list like for pancreas transplants? Actually, it's not very long. It's a small list. Because I said, for pancreas transplant alone, there's a very selected group of patients. In the U.S., roughly 150 or 200 of these cases is done. Because the management of diabetes are getting better and better, but it's very selective group of patients. If they cannot manage a patient effectively, this could be a viable option. The current data showed that the outcome is getting better and better, and I think it's worthwhile to explore that option. Well, Dr. Saidi, thank you so much for taking time to tell us about this. I appreciate it. Thank you. Glad to be here. My guest has been transplant surgeon Reza Saidi. He's chief of transplant surgery at Upstate. The Informed Patient is a podcast covering health, science, and medicine, brought to you by Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, and produced by Jim Howe. Find our archive of previous episodes at upstate.edu informed. This is your host, Amber Smith, thanking you for listening.